0: 12. And we're going to read the first uh, 10 verses there. Mark chapter 12. And let's all stand together for the reading of God's word, please. Mark chapter 12. Choir, do you want to just go ahead and sit down? You might as well go sit down tonight. We're pretty low, and so that makes you happy. And if it makes you happy, it makes me happy. Um, a, happy a happy choir makes a happy preacher. And a happy preacher makes a happy church. And so Mark chapter 12. And yeah, let's read the, uh, the first 10 verses there. We'll read those verses responsibly. <coughs> uh, starting in verse number one, he said, And he began to speak unto them by parables. A certain man planted a vineyard, set a hedge about it, and digged a place for the wine fat, and built a tower, and led it out to husbandmen, and went into a far country together. And at the season he sent to the husbandman a servant that he might receive from the husbandman of the fruit of the vineyard. And they caught him, and they beat him, and sent him away empty. And again he sent unto them another servant, and to him they cast stones, and wounded him in the head, and sent him away shamefully handled. And again he sent another, and him they killed, and many others beating some and killing some, having yet therefore one son, his well-beloved, he sent him also last unto them, saying, They will reverence my son. But those husbandmen said among themselves, This is the heir; come, and let us kill him, and the inheritance shall be ours. And they took him and killed him and cast him out of the vineyard. What shall we do? Or what shall uh, therefore the lord of the vineyard do? He will come and destroy the husbandmen and will give the vineyard unto others. And have you not read this scripture? The stone which the builders rejected has become the head of the corner. And let's pray here. Father, I pray that you would uh, use this uh, little truth tonight. And let it be a, a help and a blessing to our church, please, as we serve you. And we commit it to you and ask for your divine attention in Jesus' name. Amen.
1: To be a light to those around me. I want my life to be a road map that says home. I want my life to be a beacon. prayed did my prayers contain your love and did my life reflect the glory of your spirit and did I show the ones around me
0: pray here. Father, I pray you bless the, the feeble truth here tonight and make it uh, useful and helpful in Jesus' name. Amen. <clears throat> the uh, preaching a sermon, uh, a preacher will oftentimes come up with an outline. And, uh, and for, for several years, I preached without really having, I, I'd, I'd say an outline, but I'd, I'd, I'd get the main truth out, but I had no points. And and pretty soon, little by little, I started, adding, hey, you know what, I, I had to elaborate on this truth a little bit and started adding some points, if you will, to it. And, and so a lot of times a preacher will get a truth and will have an outline to kind of help us uh, think through that truth in a certain direction. Well, <coughs> sometimes the Bible will outline itself. And uh, such is the case here this, uh, this, this evening. Look at Mark 12, verse 1, if you still have it open. Mark 12, verse 1. <coughs> it says there, uh, he began to speak unto them by parables. He's, and he says, certain man, now look at this, he planted a vineyard. Then he set a hedge about it. He digged the place for the wine fat and built a tower and let it out to husbandmen and went into a far country. And uh, boy, what a what an outline right there. And so my outline tonight is going to be six points long. Point one is he planted a vineyard. Point two, he set a hedge about it. Point three, he digged a place for the wine fat. Point four, he built a tower. Point five, he lent it out to husbandmen. And <clears throat> number six, he went into a far country. And uh, let's look at this here just tonight, line upon line, precept on precept. Uh, this parable, we won't get into the rest of the parable and all that was, was talked about there. I want to focus tonight on verse one on uh, him planting this vineyard. Uh, this, uh, this parable here, he said, a certain man planted A vineyard. Uh, Three years ago, I believe God planted Aurora Baptist Church. Uh, God planted a vineyard. Here in Anchorage. There's a lot of vineyards in Anchorage. There's a lot of churches in Anchorage. Uh, I think Anchorage is a very religious place. I would not call it a very righteous place, uh, but it's very religious. Uh, people are very religious uh, to some degree, uh, but most most uh, religion, is most Christianity, goes no further than the mouth, no further than a saying we're Christian, but we do not live that Christian life whatsoever. Uh, but uh, three years ago, I believe that God planted... Uh, This vineyard right here, Aurora Baptist Church here in Anchorage, um, it was not me that planted it. It was not my ability that plants it. It was not my charisma that plants it. It's not my preaching that planted it. It's not my desire that planted it. But I believe God planted it Look at the circumstances leading up to it and so on. I believe that God planted this vineyard, Aurora Baptist Church. Uh, And I never dreamed we would be all that we are today or where we would be today. Um, uh, All that God is doing with us and through us is quite amazing. Uh, Really, it's unexplainable. Uh, it's unexplainable in a lot of ways. I think this morning two people saved this morning two people baptized this morning We'll talk about that here in a minute uh, but amazing uh, What God is doing people getting saved on a regular basis people get uh, getting baptized people get joining and and lives are being touched on a on a regular basis and that is amazing um, uh, really, the Aurora Baptist Church has uh, uh, done some pretty great things in these uh, last three years. Uh, a lot of churches can be explained. Uh, you can explain, I think, uh, some of the more liberal movements. We can explain churches where there's no rules, no regulations. There's, uh, there's just the, uh, the fast-paced music and the no standard and the no doctrine really and the, the, the kind of do-what-you-want-to-do mentality and, and uh, we won't step on your toes anywhere. And, 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 the, and you can almost understand why people would not mind coming to that. Why would people come to a church like this that preaches like I preach, that preaches the way I preached this morning? Uh, you look at that and say, that's not really normal to want to come to hear that and to put ourselves in, uh, in subjection, if you will, to a Bible type of preaching. Uh, you know, we've had a lot of good things in the last three years. Remember the first Sunday, 317 people? Amen. That first Sunday, and uh, next next Sunday we had three, but uh, yeah, 317. That's amazing, amazing. Uh, remember the ice bucket challenge? Yes. Ms. Clark and I did, and we, 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 we lost because we had, what was it, 25 visitors that month? Is that what it was? And we lost and got ice water dumped on us. Uh, uh, torches. Remember the torches? Anybody still have their torch? No? Pie, Pie in the face. Yes, yes. Uh, uh, what are some other things? Uh, came to church and vulgarity was spray painted all over our vehicles in the building. Uh, that was fun. Uh, uh, what other are, what are types of things we've had here? Golden uh, Golden hey, Golden Carries here because of Golden Corral. Uh, Where'd Carrie go? Carrie? Back to Golden Corral? Where's Carrie? (laughs) She was just here. She said she's leaving. She's leaving the church already? Is she down there? Tell her we're talking about her. She better get up here. Uh, (coughs) Yeah, yeah, Carrie. uh, So everybody who brings a visitor that Sunday, I take them to Golden Corral. And uh, Carrie showed up, went to Golden Corral, and been there ever since. Uh, It's a lot of good memories, but I believe, listen, God planted a vineyard. Now, number two, he set a hedge about that vineyard. He put a hedge about that, uh, that vineyard. The Bible says this, upon this rock, I'll build my church. Now, that rock was Jesus Christ, and he said, on this rock, I'll build my church. And then he went on to say, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. You know what that means? That means that God is protecting that church that he has placed upon that rock, and he will put a hedge about that thing, and he said, hell will not destroy the church. Uh, the gates of hell shall not be, uh, 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 prevail against the church. Do you know, uh, nothing can destroy Aurora Baptist Church from the outside. Right. Nothing. Nothing can destroy, the devil cannot destroy Aurora Baptist Church. Uh, nobody from the outside can destroy this church, but we can self-destruct from the inside. You hear me? Uh, we, we may be protected around the outside, but we will and can self-destruct on the inside if we're not careful. That's why I preach against Gossip and tearing people down, and, and uh, 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 false doctrines and things like that. we got to be careful lest we self-destruct from the inside. Uh, if we were to put on spiritual glasses today and look about us, we would see some spiritual things that would probably scare us half to death. But I think you'll see all around this place, you'd see demons all around here. You'll see demons trying to get in. You'd see demons trying to stop people in the parking lot. You'd see the devil going to people's houses and and, and, and trying to convince them not to come. And you'll see the devil in here causing distractions. But you also would see flaming swords and flaming shields on angels that are that are fighting to protect us from the, from the spiritual uh, warfare that's going on. The devil is trying to destroy Hey, it's very real what is happening. Like I said this morning, we're a spiritual being. And the life that we live is a spiritual life, and the angels in the the devils that are bastard, we cannot see. It's a real battle that is fighting out there. And the battle, listen, is between the devil and God. That's who the battle is. The battle is the devil and God. You and I are the playing field. We're the playing field, and the devil is fighting for us. I'm saying that God put a hedge about us. The devil would love to destroy the vineyard. He would love to destroy the vineyard. Uh, That's what he wants to do. But listen, with every attack of the devil, if we handle it right, we only get stronger. Right in the book of Acts. Every time in the book of Acts that Satan attacked the church, the church multiplied and grew. Every time. Why? Because the people handled it right. Hey, when every time somebody slanders about Aurora Baptist Church, well, praise the Lord. That's free advertisement. Every time they put something dirty on, the, on Facebook about Aurora Baptist Church, well, praise God, thousands of people just heard about us. Isn't that great? That's good news. That, that's free advertisement right there. And so I'm saying this, as long as we handle it right, the devil cannot destroy Aurora Baptist Church. People may attack us, but people cannot stop us. We can keep on growing. And so uh, the, the, he, 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 he built a church, or uh, uh, he planted a vineyard. Then he set a hedge about it. Then he digged a place for the wine fat. He digged a place. What was that? He made it possible to reap. He made it possible to reap. He got the wine press ready, and he made it possible for us to reap what God was doing in the vineyard. Hey, God has made it possible for Aurora Baptist Church to reap some fruit. You know, you look around. Sometimes I don't think we realize it. We don't. We don't. Sometimes it, 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 It's like, it's like gray hair, you know? it comes little by little over the years until one day you look in the mirror and say, wow, i got a lot of gray hair. Or it's like, wait. You know? Uh, uh, I, I'm starting to have to buy extra long ties because now my, I put my normal ties on, they just stick straight out. And, um, and now you got to have them you know, wrap all the way around that thing. And, uh, you know, it's like, wait. You don't realize how much you gain, but you gain one pound at a time, one ounce at a time. And before you know it, you look like me, and, uh, and man alive. I am unbelievably fat. I'm just unbelievably fat. And uh, uh, shut up, shut up! Don't <laughs> you say, preacher, down there. And uh, but what I'm saying is this: uh, I don't know what I was saying. Um, the why? Oh, I think sometimes, sometimes we don't see what God is doing because it's like gray hair or like weight gaining. See, we forgot that we uh Carrie's been a part of Aurora Baptist Church now for three years almost two and a half years. We forgot the day Carrie got saved. Right. Okay. Uh, uh, Clarence, yeah, we we forgot the day Clarence got saved and you got baptized too, didn't you, Clarence? That day, uh huh, little by little, little by little. We forgot the day that Shelly came to church and uh, not not uh uh, how did you hear about our church? Was how did I yeah, that did I knock on your door. That's right. We that that <laughs> Thanks. And, um, but it's, white shirt. it's the white shirt my backpack and my bicycle. I had it thrown off and uh, but uh, <laughs> and Shelley comes to church and I mean we can just go through the, the line here as somebody comes they get saved. I remember Kenoy came last year and get a teen. Get a teen. Uh, got, came, been here ever since. It was a sad day, but anyway, uh, 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 Mrs. Azalea came through, MJ, MJ comes, and then Mrs. Azalea comes. I remember Mrs. Azalea saying, Preacher, I need to get, she joined the choir already, had to get saved, got saved, got baptized after being in the choir. Then her mom came, Miss Robin came, wasn't doing well today, but she came and she got saved. I'm trying to say, sometimes we don't realize, hey, we are reaping, we're reaping. But we forget about it because we're not paying attention to it, and we and we just we're just taking it a little at a time. But boy, Kayla and all of her family that came two weeks ago—they came back today, and the little girl was good in church. Yes. You know why? Because I sent her to the junior church, and uh, but. Uh, uh, it- Uh, and then then Sean and Joy, they came back today and they said, Preacher, want to come back next week. Uh, I'm trying to say, listen, keep your eyes open because God made a vineyard and he put a hedge about that vineyard and then he made a way for us to reap the fruit of that vineyard and it's going to keep on reaping. Um, You you look at, uh, Brother Allen had 35 on his bus today. Well, shoot, man, our hard bus shot. We had three to five also and... uh, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yes, sir. we we had three to five also brother allen and uh, <laughs> uh i'm saying though man that's exciting that's exciting hey let's let things let's let things keep growing and let god do some things and let's reap what god has for us to reap in 2019 listen uh we want 100 baptized in 2019 Hey, he built a vineyard and he set a hedge about that vineyard and he made a way, a place for the wine fat, a place to reap what God was doing. And God's given us here, Aurora Baptist Church, and he's put a hedge about this church and he's protected this church for three years. And unbelievably so, I'm trying to say it's a miracle ministry. If you ask me, I'm just saying it's amazing what God has done and he's put a hedge about us, but he's also, listen, letting us reap. He's letting us reap this year. We want to do at least 50,000 tracks this year. If you just do your one-a-days, that's 18,000, at least 18,000. Then one month, we're doing 10,000 tracks again. That's 28,000. That's over halfway there. Uh, Those two things. Um, We want uh, to run 200 by the end of the year, 100 of those on the bus routes, I'm trying to say, hey, God, he built a vineyard and he put a hedge about the vineyard and then he made a place to, uh, for the wine fat so we could reap. But then what did he do? He built a tower. He built a tower. You know what the tower was? The tower was the lookout station. The tower was keeping the vineyard safe. The tower is where they stood up high and they watched for anything dangerous that was coming in. Got to protect the vineyard. We got to protect the vineyard. And they stayed up and watched for things that would come in and harm the vineyard. Hey, you know what? God's given us right here a high tower. He's given us a high tower to protect us from the things that would want to come in and destroy God's vineyard. Hey, we got to be careful. We better elevate that book right there and pay attention to that book and what God has put in that book and make sure we're following that book. Why? Because that right there is our high tower. That is our refuge. That is our strength. That is our our buckler. That is our shield. We've got to run back to the Bible. We've got to preach the Bible. We've got to live. Listen, live the Bible. Live the Bible, Christian. We've got to follow the Bible. And not only because it's... Listen, we do it because it's right. Not because it pays off. You hear me? We do it because it's right. Not because it pays off to do it. We do it because it's right. So I don't live in the Christian life. It doesn't do anything for me. It doesn't matter. It's not supposed to do anything for you. You're supposed to do it for the Lord. We serve God because it's right. We serve God because it's the right thing to do. Not because it pays back something. We do it because it's right. Hey, uh, he built us a tower. He's given us a Bible. Let's stick to that word of God right there. Let's watch what the Bible says and follow the word of God. Let's make sure we get in that thing. Uh, listen, I, 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 I don't do it right and per- uh, 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 perfectly. I know that. But I'm not supposed to preach opinion. I'm supposed to preach the Bible. You know, now, there's some things that are true. Hey, Jesus was virgin born. That's Bible. That's Bible. Uh, it's the blood of Jesus Christ that cleanses us from every sin. That's Bible. That's Bible. Uh, ice cream is good for you. That's Bible. That's Bible. Uh, that's, uh, listen, that, that's opinion. Now, there's some things I may, I, I, don't, I can't show you in the Bible where Facebook's wrong, but I can show you a lot in the Bible that where the things that happen on Facebook are wrong. So God gives us a, a he builds us a, a, a vineyard. And then he puts a hedge about the vineyard. And he makes a way for us to reap the fruit of the vineyard. But if we're going to keep reaping fruit in the vineyard, we've got to protect the vineyard. Yes. And so God says, let me protect the vineyard. I'll build a tower in the vineyard. By the way, God also gives you a pastor, and the uh, Bible, it makes it uh, evident that the, the, the preacher is to be a watchman on the wall. You know what that means? That means the preacher's supposed to kind of watch. He's supposed to stand up on the wall and keep an eye out of dangerous things that are coming in, and then say, "Hey, hey, I, I, hey, everybody, pay attention! I see a fox coming in over here. I'm afraid he's going to hurt the vineyard. Hey, everybody, here comes some locusts. Wait, let's get ready. The locusts are coming. Let's let's save the vineyard." Oh, be careful! Snapchat's coming. Snapchat's coming. I'm going to take down some of my teenagers. Let's let's watch the vineyard now. Oh, you better be careful! I see some video games out there I should be playing. But oh, I see those horror movies and and Bird Box. I'm telling you, watch out! It's coming in. Why to destroy the vineyard? To destroy the vineyard and your pastor's job is to stand up on that wall and help walk guard around the place and warn us of those things that will destroy us. You understand, Christian? If every, if you What makes a healthy vineyard is healthy vines. Right. Uh-huh. Yes. And if all of our vines start getting corrupt, pretty soon the whole vineyard's corrupt. Yes, sir. Amen. And pretty soon there's no fruit in the vineyard. Why? Because we're too busy doing our own thing, living our own life. We're walking ungodly. No, 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 no. No, listen to your pastor. Well, bird boxes not popular. Who gives a flip if it's popular? It's, it's sinful. Stay away from it. Stay away from those horror movies. Well, they're popular. It doesn't matter if they're popular. Stay away from them. Why? I'm protecting the vineyard. I want you to bear fruit someday, and you can't bear fruit that way. You can't bear fruit running away from God. You can't bear fruit living that type of life. Now, my job is to help guard, the walk guard around here, to help keep the doctrine straight. The doctrine straight. Uh, people come in. Some, listen, sometimes people want to come in amongst us and bring strange doctrine. Yes, sir. Come on now. now, we got to be careful. We got to be careful of strange doctrine. If somebody comes over and says, hey, here's something you've never heard before. Well, there might be a reason you've never heard it before. Right. Amen. Yes, sir. Right. Hey, if they got to introduce you to another book or pamphlet to enlighten you on the book. Maybe they're off. I don't see anything in there about a a watchtower magazine or anything like that. We got to be careful. We got to be careful when when false doctrine wants to come in, when people want to come in with false Bibles. You know, uh, if you start looking at (laughs) the King James Bible, what made the King James Bible, and where the other Bibles and versions come from, you'll find something out. Hey, uh, the problem is not they're, 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 another, they're a better translation. Do you know all those other Bibles, NA, 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 NIV and NASB and the, the New King? All, the, they're good translations. Listen to me. They're good translations of a corrupt text. Of a corrupt text. We got a good translation of a good text in the old King James Bible. Hey, I'm saying we got to be careful. Hey, let's keep the standards up. We've got to go, walk, walk God around the standards. It's time for some of you to stand up again and start helping out. Amen? Help out with the standards. Help out with the standards. Let's, let's get our standards back where they ought to be. When somebody's out here playing something, music they shouldn't be playing, we ought to say, hey, you shouldn't listen to that junk. You shouldn't lie. Because I know where it goes. I know where it leads. It's going down a bad path. Let's keep the standard up. Let's keep the standard up and people are watching things they shouldn't watch. You go by and you see some, some teenager playing some video game that is pretty ungodly and shouldn't be playing. Why does everybody stop and say, hey, buddy, put it up? And why don't you teenagers listen on, to somebody who's got a brain in their head? That's good. Amen. They know what they're talking about. If somebody goes by and says, put that up, well, they put that up. Right. They know what they're talking about. It's garbage. It's garbage. Look up here, boys. It's garbage. And one of these days, you'll either you'll, you'll either love me now and hate me later, or you'll hate me now and love me later. So I just assume you hate me now, and 20 years from now, look back and say, sure glad my preacher made me listen. Sure glad my preacher kept me pure. Sure glad my preacher would let me die on chaperone. I'm saying, hey, listen, my job is to be a watchman on the wall. Um, there are things that can hurt us that need to stop. Like a bad spirit. Right. Too many people are here coming with a bad spirit. Check your bad spirit at the door. Right. Get right with God and come here with a good spirit. Yes, sir. You come here, I don't like so and so, and they don't. Oh, people, listen. What, what? You don't like somebody? That is the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. Good. I don't like anybody. <laughs> so there. Amen. I, they're, 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 they're just, I don't like any of you, Amen. and you don't like me. So Amen. who cares? We're not here because we like each other. We're here because we love him. Yes. Yes, sir. That's why we're here. So quick, get your eyes off each other. Get your eyes out. You wouldn't have time to gossip if you'd go soul winning. Yes. You wouldn't have time to worry about each other if you started worrying about yourself. Yes. Huh? I almost preached tonight. Another sermon all prepared. I was going to preach. And uh, I kind of went a different direction here. But uh, I-, I was going to preach. We strain at a gnat and swallow a camel. Strain at a gnat and swallow a camel. It wasn't long ago. And, and I, was, I was preaching about something. I don't know. I was preaching about it. probably making it up. I don't know. And Elizabeth and, and Fran went to, went to the Holy Land uh, uh, in, uh, uh, not long ago. And, and I asked them, I said, did you all see the Mamertine prison? And they looked at me like I was nuts. And then I thought, then later on that night, I'm like, the Mamertine prison's in Rome. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Shut up. You didn't know that until I said it. I and, uh, it at you. <laughs> you know? Oh, but we'll, we'll strain at the net, but you'll go home and watch it. Huh? Strain in the net. The preacher told the parable of the talents, and instead of being five talents, two talents, and one talent, he said it was ten talents, five talents, and two talents. Ah, oh, you ought to learn his Bible. But then you'll go home and watch and, and look at pornography, strain at a gnat and swallow a camel. But anyways, I, 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 that's, that's coming to a, a sermon near you um, eventually here. But anyway, I'm saying, he, listen, he planted a vineyard. He put a hedge about that vineyard. He made a place for the wine fat to, collect, uh, to, to reap from the vineyard. He put a tower up to protect the vineyard. And then the Bible says he let it out to husbandmen. He let it out. The husbandmen were trusted servants. Trusted servants. They wanted he wanted to make sure that he produced as much fruit as the vineyard could produce, so he gave it out to trusted servants, saying, "Hey, let's get some fruit. Let's do everything we can." Somebody pull the weeds. Somebody fertilize. Somebody make sure the wine press is working good. Somebody go through and keep the wall up. So Everybody had a job to do yeah. to make sure the vineyard was in good shape. Hey, God planted a vineyard. And he put a hedge about this vineyard. And then he made a place for the wine fat to come in that vineyard. And he set up a tower to watch guard over the vineyard. Yeah. And then he lent it out to you and me. Then he lent it out to you and me. Why? To reap as much as we can from the vineyard. Proverbs 24:30. <coughs> he said, I went by the field of the slothful and by the vineyard of the man void of understanding. And lo, it was all grown over with thorns and nettles had covered the face of it. And the stone wall there was broken down. And then I saw and I considered it well. I looked upon it and received instruction. Imagine if you will that type of a vineyard. Imagine having a vineyard that you planted and you worked it and you got it running and you put a wall about that vineyard and you, you made a wine press to reap the fruit of that vineyard and you, and you put up a tower to protect that vineyard and you gave it out to a bunch of people who refused to work the vineyard. They refused to help the vineyard. They let the vineyard die. They slept on the job. They let the animals come in. They let the vineyard be overgrown. They let the thorns choke out the vineyard. And the owner of the vineyard shakes his head and says, I I planted that vineyard myself. Hey, listen, God loaned that vineyard out to us. He gave us that vineyard. Let's be trusted servants with what God has given to us. Every servant in the vineyard had a job to do. Do your job. When you come up missing on your job, guess what happens? It all falls apart. It all falls apart. You let the piano player not show up, it falls apart. You let the soloist not show up, and it falls apart. You let half the choir not show up, it falls apart. You let the preacher not show up, it falls apart. You let the the janitor not show up, and it falls apart. I'm trying to say, God gave us a vineyard, and He trusted us. He trusted us with that. He trusted us with the vineyard. Let's work the vineyard. Let's be trusted servants. Let's do our job here in the vineyard, and we'll bring forth fruit. I was so pleased. I was so pleased this morning. People here uh, sal- uh, for salvation, and a couple of folks raised their hand. And as soon as the invitation started, Miss Sylvia went to one that raised their hand that she saw. Brother Dickerson immediately went to another that raised their hand. Immediately. It wasn't waiting around. It wasn't. uh, No, immediately, it was like I told them to do it, and they went straight to them, and they both witnessed to them. They both brought them forth. They both got saved. They both got baptized. Hey, I'm saying, work the vineyard. Work the vineyard and bring forth the fruit. You know, we need help around the vineyard. We need help. Hey, I need help on Friday nights. Need help Friday night tea activity. Can't do them all. Uh, I need some help. We only pick up so many. Listen, there's only so much time from the time the kids get out of school until teen activity starts. You gotta, gotta have help picking them up. Gotta have help dropping them off. Gotta have help uh, uh, taking care of the vineyard. I'm saying, get involved. Find something to do. Hey, I need somebody to run the sound booth back there. Let's see, who do I need? First of all, I need somebody who comes to church faithfully Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night. That, that narrows it down greatly. Yes, it does. Greatly. Uh, we have somebody to be faithful in church somebody who's not in the choir somebody who's not in junior church somebody who's not an usher there's plenty of work to be done if we get off our blessed assurance and do it take care of the vineyard hey Sunday afternoon programs we can use some help on the afternoon programs I took off. I've been off more than I could chew. I guarantee. It's Sunday afternoon. People, I have people, I have visitors, and counseling, and and, and and bus route. I don't know what I'm doing. Uh, I just, all I do is just run around like and chicken with my head cut off. And uh, I'm saying, "We hey, help the vineyard, help the vineyard. Hey, bus route, bus routes. If you're on a bus route, help your vineyard to be on your bus route. Amen. That's the vineyard God gave you. Number six. So what did he say? He said he planted a vineyard. He put a hedge about the vineyard. Then he said he'd dig the place for the the wine fat. And he built a tower. And he lent it out to husbandmen. And then he went into a far country. The implication is he's coming back to his vineyard. Hey, Jesus built a vineyard, Aurora Baptist Church. Hey, he put a wall about this church. Hey, he built a place for the wine fat for us to reap what he's blessed us with. He's given us a high tower to walk guard around the vineyard. He's loaned it out to the husband to work the vineyard. And Jesus said, I'll be back someday to get the fruit. He's coming back. He's coming back someday. The Lord has given us a vineyard, and he went away, but he's coming back for the increase. He said to the the, the parable of the talents, he gave one man five talents, one man two talents, one man one talent. And what did he say? He said, go and bring forth the increase. I'm coming again. He left. He came back. The one that had the five talents did something with it and doubled it. And God said, well done. The man that had two talents did something with it and doubled it. And he said, well done. The man that had one talent was a slothful servant and did nothing with it and buried it and wasted the vineyard. And God said, you slothful, wicked servant. And he was not pleased with him. Hey, God's going to come back looking for the increase. God didn't give us a church so we could all sit around and get fat and lazy. God gave us a vineyard to bring forth fruit. He didn't give us a vineyard so we could drive by and say, that's my vineyard. He gave us a vineyard so we could produce fruit in that vineyard. He didn't give us buses out there so they could sit around. He gave us buses to go up and down the streets of Anchorage and pick up people for church. He didn't give us hymnals. So we can just stack them up in the pew. They're there to bring people in to sing out of them. He gave us seats in here to fill. I'm trying to say, listen, he gave us a vineyard. Let's bring forth some fruit and let's work that vineyard and bring forth the fruit for our coming Jesus again someday. When he comes back, when he comes back, may he not find us barren. If you're doing the same thing today that you've done a year ago, something's wrong. Something's wrong. God doesn't want God wants the vineyard to grow. He wants the vineyard to produce more fruit. People say, Well, it's not about numbers. It is in God's book. Matter of fact, he made a whole book called Numbers. That's why he said, Preach the gospel to every creature. That's why he said, Go out in the highways, the hedges, and bid them to come in, that my house may be full. He do not want an empty house, he wants a full house. He wants as many as we can get. So let's go get them. Do your one a day. Pass out your one a day track. Take a few extra. Pass those out. Show up for Soul Win on Saturday. Or go on a bus route. If you're on a bus route, show up for your bus route. Amen. Do your job. Stop living for the world. Stop living for the world, teenager. Mom and dad. Where do you think the teenagers learned it? From us. From us. Let's stand up and let's 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 do things the right way and let's make it a wonderful, beautiful vineyard. And God says, I'll come back someday and I'm gonna what will I find? What will I find in that vineyard? Oh, MJ got saved in the vineyard. Chris got saved in the vineyard. Matthew, Matthew got right with God here recently. Now when you got saved a long time ago, is that right? Got saved a long time ago, fell out of church. Didn't then one day, he called up, wanted to come to church. Or he showed up, I can't remember, who'd you call? He called Brother Allen or? Okay, he showed up to church, shows up in his shirt and tie. I said, what in the world, Matthew, look at you. He said, just got tired of that life, thought, and you know what, I need to get back in church. <laughs> hey, all you people that think that world has something to offer, why don't you look at the people who tried it? <laughs> come back and they look, or he got saved. Hey, Mayo, Mayo. look, look, there's fruit. I see fruit in symphony and harmony and everything else. And, and uh, oh, uh, 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 um, Tyler, Judge, I remember your name. Tyler, some fruit. Did you get baptized? You got baptized here too, didn't you? Got saved and baptized about a month and a half ago. Joy, there's some fruit there. And, and Miss Sarah. And, and the list could go on and on and on. May God come back and find fruit. But wait a minute. What if God came back at the end of this year? Is he going to see any new fruit?:: That's good. That's good. Amen. Yes sir. Because if there's not new fruit, then we haven't worked the vineyard. Right. Yes sir. We haven't worked the vineyard. So let's get busy in 2019 and work the vineyard. Let's work the vineyard, because he planted a vineyard. He set a hedge about it. He digged the place for the wine fat. He built a tower. He let it out to the husbandman and went into a far country. But he's coming back. Let's bow our heads together, please, tonight. Father, I pray tonight, you'd use the truth here. I pray that we as Aurora Baptist Church, (coughs) we will see the great purpose and the great opportunity we have ahead of us. I pray, Lord, that we will do our job and that we will be faithful servants, faithful husbands,